0: Everyone And welcome to episode 250 of the Pixels and Ink podcast. We made it. Whoa, I didn't realize
1: this was a dramatic episode. We should yeah. have planned something. Or oh, no, anything. don't. <laughs> really?
2: <coughs> or remembered. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Well, well, I no. guess it
1: only matters every hundred. The 50s are just kind of like. Yeah, that's just kind of bonus. Like it's Sweet. nice. Yeah, yeah. I teased yeah. it last week, I
0: believe. Yeah, that's right. I, I think I said something about it. Mm. But thank you, everyone. Mm. Yeah, for listening. Yeah. And
2: liking us and subscribing on iTunes and
0: giving us reviews on iTunes. Exactly. Technically, this isn't the actual 250th episode, but for the sake of continuity, this well, is 250. I, I think it's 250
2: of the Pickles and Ink podcast. It's like 190 or 298 or 297 of the CG Magazine podcast. Oh,
0: so it was something else before that? Yes. Ooh, now I'm getting a history lesson. Huh.
2: Now you know, and knowing's half the battle. Uh-huh. Exactly.
0: Hey, uh-huh. I am your host, Cody Orm, and joining me, if you guys can recognize those sensual voices, is our movie expert, Phil Brown.
1: That's me. Hey!
0: <laughs> and our editor-in-chief, Brennan Fry. Hello, hello, hello. How's everyone doing this week? I'm really tired. I'm doing yeah? all right?
2: Yeah. That's- it's oddly weird.
0: Well, I mean, it's... It was a very wet day. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't want uh, to talk about the weather, but mm. I had a pleasant interaction with a person today. Oh, really? Because um, I take public transit in, <laughs> so um, I'm standing in the rain. I did not prepare for this. I'm mm-hmm. drenched, like to the point where like my hair is just dripping more As water does, yeah, onto yeah. onto mm-hmm. me. And uh, so I'm standing at the bus stop, and this man comes over. He's like, "Do I stand under my umbrella?" Mm-hmm. And I was like. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. Like at that point, it didn't really matter. Yeah, I, was, yeah, I was at yeah. the point of being wet, where it, didn't, it wouldn't make a difference. But it was nice of him.
1: Mm-hmm. That's Yeah, that's great yeah. That's I thought good you were going to tell a bad story. No, I didn't expect I wish... to have my heart warm Yeah, yeah.
0: So there's there's your little believe in humanity. Yeah. Right. He didn't try to like pickpocket you or feel <laughs> you up or anything. No. Oh.
1: I guess I'm just not that You're attractive. Cynical, I guess. Yeah. Well, I just, <laughs> that was my that was where I assumed the story was going until it like, was all nice and stuff. <laughs> I'm trying
0: to find a way to relate that to uh, video games. Okay. Like most heartwarming video game moments.
1: Um, Mario exists, I guess. Is that that, heartwarming? I don't know. I've rarely had my heart warmed by a video game. i got to be honest. No, most video games are depressing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's very true. So let's talk
0: about why there aren't any heartwarming uh, (laughs) moments in video games. Why is that? I'm joking. Let's okay, not, yeah, please yeah, no. Let's that, not, not do that. Let's not that. That's just because games
2: exist. <laughs> that, that is pretty much games exist. That is why. Mm-hmm. I would
0: like to see a video game that just tried to, like, take on positivity more. I'm, I'm sure that exists. Uh, I think, like, Harvest Moon, I guess. Harvest Moon.
2: The Magic School Bus games from the late 90s. Those, those, really ex- mean,
1: those actually existed? Yeah. I mean, all the Nintendo games are upbeat. Yeah. I just wouldn't describe them as heartwarming. That's ah, fair. Yeah. Uh,
0: I guess sometimes
1: it can be. Yeah. Mm. Well, you know what?
0: Fans of Warframe will be heartwarmed Uh-oh. to know mm. that Digital Extremes announced a new IP. Which has nothing to Keystone. do with Warframe whatsoever. Yeah, it's called Keystone. It's a new IP. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's sort of like a 70s era pulp shooter with card game mechanics. It sounds interesting.
2: I, the, it's it free to sounded play.
0: interesting until the pulp mechanics. Well, yeah, it's. I mean, I really like concept the concept of kind
2: of a '70s pulp era. That sounds yeah, good. yeah, of just kind of like weird '70s sci-fi. It's kind a of the experience. thing now. Yeah, yeah
0: Seems.
1: I'm cool
2: with it. I mean, that, that that was a weird time for movies. Remember the incredible was the incredible melting man '60s or '70s That's '60s '60s. But I
1: mean, like that is like a very cynical, dark strain of sci-fi mm-hmm. which makes sense for our happy-go-lucky times <laughs> it's
0: just weird oh. that like it used to be the 80s were the go-to for anything aesthetically but it seems mm.
2: like more and more seeing a lot more 70s n- throwback. extreme nostalgia mm. just nostalgia like for things you never knew mm. orange
0: brown and light orange
1: colors <laughs> mm-hmm. maybe it's yeah. some like wood grain everything maybe it's like part of 90s nostalgia that we're revisiting the 90s nostalgia from the 70s, yeah, right makes sense. We're going layers, layers layers deep (laughs) on that. It's a deep cut, yeah, yeah. I
0: mean, it looks interesting. Uh, it's supposed to be competitive. Uh, Warframe's fun, so
2: Warframe to be honest, Warframe has grown into its own pretty quickly, and for a free to play game, it's kind of neat, yeah, it's a neat thing.
0: We had that one writer. I can't remember who it Alex is. Off time. Yeah, he really he likes Warframe.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. He loves it.
0: I mean... Like, power. to the point where, like, I knew what Warframe was because I think, like, it came already installed on my PS4. No, it, it was <laughs> one of the things that was the first set
2: of deal... The first set of PS Plus stuff was a free Warframe pack or something like that. Oh. Mm. I'm just trying
0: to remember why I had it on my PS4. Because
2: it was one of the five things that existed when the PS4 That's launched. fair. <laughs> That's
0: fair. And, yeah, and he was just, like, talking to me about it. I'm like, I just... I know it exists. I mean, I have it for
2: free to play game. It looks yeah, good.
0: It's fun. Yeah, it's, it's a good it's game. A neat game. It was yeah. at the time I didn't know about it. And he was a uh, he was a hardcore from the beginning. Yeah, no, it's a neat
2: thing. It is a neat thing. Yeah, that's all I have to say about it.
0: Yeah, it's a thing that exists. Yeah. So, um, moving on from Warframe, Super Data. Our, our good friends over I there. I do love them. They, they are, are just fantastic. Awesome. They just like, hey, here's some cool stats we found out. Do you want to do you want to publish it? And we're like, sure. <laughs> do so, you want some stats about the industry? We got those stats. Yeah, they just they they're they're an industry tra- tracker yeah. and um, similar to NPD things like that. Yeah, exactly. So they released their uh, report titled "The Worldwide Digital Games Market," April 2017. Mm-hmm. That's that was the title. <laughs> they um, are great at titles. Oh, I know, right? So. Essentially, they were just looking at, you know, how April stacked up against the rest of like year over year um, and didn't do as good as March. But at the same time, uh, it did better than April 2016. So there's that. So uh, year over year, it grew 9% and uh, bring that number to this is digital sales, um, bring that number to seven point seven billion dollars. And digital sales. Not billion, million. Okay, I was going to say... I need to fix that typo. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, I need to fix that. Uh, so, million dollars. Um, the mo- mobile market grew 8% year mm-hmm. over year, and the free-to-play MMO market grew 27% year over year.
2: That doesn't surprise me one bit. That's
0: really cool. Um, I mean,
2: that, that is where I think the industry is moving to a free-to-play market, because yep. with so many games games as service make more sense than games as artifact or object
0: it's just interesting to see oh no i went back i didn't mean to it's just interesting to see that um that mmos are are still evolving
2: i think they have to evolve because the 15.99 price point game no longer really makes sense when you're 15 dollars a month type thing it it's far more it's far better as a consumer to say well i want this certain item or this certain thing or want to be boosted up, boost up to the top level and just pay that much money than paying the monthly fee of a game you might never play. Yeah. Because a lot so, of people buy, get an MMO, they install it, they sign up for the subscription, they play it once, like, well, I'm not doing this again. And yeah, just, exactly. Like, I know when I first subscribed to WoW back oh, 15, 20, 15 years ago now.
0: Yeah, it probably would have been about oh, 15. Yeah, yeah, a while ago. It's a while ago. I want to say it was a little bit no yeah no 15 makes sense i'm trying yeah. to remember the like ozzy osborne yeah commercials. way back
2: then and um, <laughs> i think for a good two years after i first subscribed i was paying for it guess yeah. how much hours i paid to put into that game
0: i'm gonna say seven
2: about that maybe 10 <laughs>
0: i think i was level 18 and then it just kind of stopped uh, you know though the thing is for the people that really got into it, which were a lot. Um, It made a lot of sense. I remember one of my friends trying to get me into it. Yeah, actually you're right, so it released in uh, 2004. Yeah, so Um, about 15 years ago then. The people that, like, really got into it, I remember a friend trying to, like, really hard to get me to play, and I I just couldn't do it, but he was like, I can justify every cent I pay. So... I mean, honestly,
2: WoW and all these other games that came out of WoW and before WoW like, Asheron's Call and RuneScape and... Oh, RuneScape is... So, I mean, all these games really did have an iconic feel and actually kind of did form the world we are now in video games. Yeah. It's just, I think, the time of the 1599 MMO coming up now has passed.
0: You'd think that, like, with the whole, like, subscription style, everything being the craze that it would have been able to transfer. But but the
2: problem is people only want to spe- subscribe to so many items. Like, yeah, I'm subscribed to Spotify, Netflix, Anime Strike. yeah. Amazon Prime. When you go down the list, you're spending like eighty dollars a month on random nonsense. (laughs) Yeah, you don't want to add to that. Uh,
0: But uh, with that number, apparently, according to SuperData, there's a decline in social um, in social games. Okay. Premium PC games and console games.
2: Again, that doesn't surprise me. Uh,
0: Oh, and pay to play. But the growth in MMO, uh, sorry, the growth in free-to-play MMO. Yeah, that that makes perfect
2: sense. I'm I'm not Uh, going to lie, that all all kind of adds up.
0: Couple other cool things, so League of Legends continues to stay atop the top grossing PC title market. That's like, every time we get one of these things from SuperData, it's always League of Legends on the top, and I would take a stab in the dark without actually looking into the numbers too much that League of Legends is probably the top grossing game in the world. (sighs) I
2: don't know about that. Well, uh,
0: on console for the month, it was FIFA, okay. and on mobile was Clash Royale. I can probably say that League of Legends is doing better than both of those.
2: Well, to be fair, League of Legends is owned by the same company as Clash Royale. Yeah.
0: yeah, no, it's, <laughs> what, uh, Tencent, Tencent is making cent all is, those money. <laughs> Tencent owns the world, and the uh, they're, they're, they're going to be launching their own... Yeah, well, not g- launching. They're going to be bringing it to the yeah, west. Yeah, Steam competitor basically. Yeah, so they're just going to be even bigger. Yeah, Tencent's Like people don't realize this. Tencent's one of the largest companies just in the world, not just in video games. No, it's <laughs> huge. They're a gigantic company, and they uh, they own properties to, to Aren't games. Are that...
2: partially owned by the Chinese government? Is like that probably?
0: Yeah, whatever. I don't know how communism works. <laughs> it's not really communism, but okay. <laughs> I'm joking, um, but yeah, uh, player player unknown's battleground. Uh, Oh, God, I need to re-say that. Unknown's Battlegrounds, there we go, uh, is actually number seven on that list for top-grossing PC games.
2: I mean, that's honestly, for a small
0: team, that's amazing. It brought in $34 million in gross digital revenue. Sure. So you know what? Maybe the billion was right. I think the billion was right. I think it was the million I was thinking of down here. I'm going to double-check the email. But oh, anyway, yeah. um, $34 million in gross digital revenue in April, uh, which is pretty interesting because that is still in early access. Yeah, no, that is not a finished game, nope. and it has brought in that much money. It's not. It's not even a very
2: fixed game. It's kind
0: of broken. Yeah, yeah. So, so there's that. that, and then FIFA and Battlefield One sat number one and two on console, yep. with uh, Grand Theft Auto continuing to stay in the number three position. Yep. Um, they say that was probably because of the uh, Tiny Racers DLC, which yep. is this fascinating. I, I think if you're talking about bang for your buck games like Grand Theft Auto 5 people, yeah, you can't be upset about that.
1: I know Phil loved it. I did love it. Um I I have not really played any of the online. Really? I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna take a stab in the dark and say Grand Theft Auto five might be one of, if not the best game ever made.
1: It's up there. Certainly in terms of like content and scope. It's incredibly and, and, impressive. And uh detail and just um polished yeah and entertainment value and, yeah yeah no everything about it i love i i just didn't really get into the online uh just because like i, I didn't love getting shot in the head every 25 seconds yeah, yeah i've heard it's there. frustrating yeah. yeah so i wasn't super into that i i was always curious to try all the heists and that sort of mm-hmm. thing but you know i had no experience on my character. I don't know any I <laughs> only use also, codes. Does, <laughs> yeah, doesn't it doesn't
2: have a lot of um, pay-to-win type mechanics in the. Yeah, thing? totally. So you're like, I want a new car. We'll buy a
1: new car. Exactly. And I just didn't want to get stuck down that.
2: Isn't that basically hole. just printing money for Take Two right now? Oh yeah. I, yeah.
1: No, I get why they're doing it. Um, I just don't cond
0: to that. No, nope. <laughs> I didn't know the conversation was going to go down this route, so yeah. I, I don't have the uh, the actual information for everything. But I was reading this story about um this guy who's going around on Twitch. People actually started like. A GoFundMe for him, mm-hmm. so that he could do this. So he got like over ten thousand dollars to get like recording <laughs> equipment and everything. Cause he was just doing it for fun before. Right, right. Uh, he was going around and just being a cop. Oh yeah. In Grand Theft Auto Five online and, uh, and arresting people. <laughs> yeah. So they, <laughs> so they were like, yeah, we want you to like continue to do this so they get set up a gofundme page he has a twitch stream now and he's going around and policing the grand, grand theft Th- auto 5 online so i weird. mean that is funny yeah i gotta get he's, he's got a lot of viewers too that's yeah. is,
2: is there a cop mechanic in the game i don't think so i, I think, think he's just, just acting
0: kind of, like a police officer so
2: <laughs> the world is dumb
0: yeah i mean if he was acting like a cop in grand theft auto i mean he's just another player yeah that's fair <laughs> um and the last bit of news i had um everyone yeah. remember beam yeah, I do. Do you know I Beam? Mean,
2: it was a thing. It existed.
0: Phil? Nope. Okay, so Beam is Microsoft's pretty much answer to Twitch.
1: Okay. Much, oh, right. Okay.
0: M- much the same way the HD DVD mm-hmm. was the, <laughs> the, answer the answer to, to Blu-ray, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the Zune was the answer to the iPhone. Mm-hmm. Um, iPod. iPod, sorry. Um, we never had a Zune phone. That never existed. Mm-hmm. I mean... I wonder why. (laughs) (laughs) Because
2: Zoom was just too too good for us all. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's that's the answer. Mm -hmm.
0: But um, so they're launching Beam, uh, but then they decide they're going to change the name. So now Beam is known as Mixer. And along with that, they decide to tell us a whole bunch of things you can do. So do you remember Twitch plays Pokemon? Yeah. How insanely popular that was. So they've actually implemented a feature in Beam because twitch plays pokemon was like an outside software i believe that gotcha. was put into twitch this is actually built into beam okay so that you can actually like crowd play a game oh, okay um so that's pretty cool uh it also comes with a uh, mobile feature so that you can um you can like self-stream mm-hmm. on your phone and you can also stream stuff from your phone so if you want to play like pokemon go and stream it on beam mm-hmm. uh mixer sorry you can do that cool yeah so that's a uh, that's a cool thing. The, the thing they showed while they they tried to like tease it was like imagine playing like a Telltale game mm. with like forty thousand other people that are playing it at the same time. That's an exaggerated number, obviously, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's kind of um, it's kind of cool. Fun idea for sure. But um, yeah, that's that's oh right. There there was one last bit of information in this. Uh, okay. If you, you if you have the Xbox, um, if you're an Xbox Insider. You can try it now. Um, it will be on your Xbox dashboard. So if you're an Xbox insider, want to try some streaming, um, you can do it with Beam.
1: Nice. Yeah. Sweet.
0: So. Yay, Microsoft. Hooray, Yay. Look at them doing stuff. You Copying got some other people. You know what, though? I mean, it does
1: sound better than what's on the market right now I mean sure but it just it it does it just I endlessly get frustrated by uh, Microsoft's business model of great idea we'll do it too yeah Yeah. Uh, well I mean to be fair there was
0: like the the tablet idea was revealed by Bill Gates well before you know
1: the iPhone or iPod touch sure and it was in 2001 a space odyssey (laughs) yeah that's true I didn't think of that (laughs) you know what I mean yeah that's true okay so they're not as original as I thought
0: (laughs) I mean, yeah, that's just every tech co- tech company though. Like, Sony has made a living off of. Oh, Nintendo's doing it. Let's do it too. Oh, for sure. It's just Microsoft is
1: just really, really intense at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it never works out. I that's know, the- <laughs> I know, I know. They do it well, but just not quite as well <laughs> as the other people. I just have a question. Sorry, I know yeah, you no, want no, to go no, into your I'm, news, but like, go for it. I remember
0: the whole like Blu-ray versus HD DVD thing. Yeah, but I don't
1: really. Yeah. Were there were there any benefits to the HD DVD? Not really. It wasn't even um, the the disc didn't have as much space on them, so the it well, there went, was the, an the, advantage. The, the not is clear.
2: The advantage was the same disc could have both a DVD on it and an HD DVD on. It. Yeah. So you could without having like you know have Blu-ray packs of both discs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The HD DVD would just I think you flip the disc over or oh, it okay. had a separate ring that you could read the Yeah. DVD on.
1: Yeah, so, so that was it. It was basically oh, okay. the
2: same, and the same factories that made DVDs could make HD because the the format was almost the exact same. Yeah, huh.
1: and but they also weren't, um, you know, uh, they 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 weren't as large. They no. didn't. Uh, they, they they weren't in 1080p. There no, were they a were no, t- they issues. were 1080p. They just they were 1080i, I believe. No,
2: they had some. Some were 1080p. Yeah, and then they ha- they couldn't like the movies couldn't be quite as big because mm. Blu-rays were really 45 gigabytes, mm. and an HD DVD was like. 28 or 30 or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they often would have less sounds. They would have DTS or yeah. uh, or um, like uh, Dolby. They'd have one of the two. Yeah. Whereas Blu-ray would have like all seven possible yeah, audio yeah, options yeah, yeah. you could have. Yeah. They might have less special features. They'd have that DVD ring. So yeah. that's about the difference. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, so. Thank you, Brendan. It no problem. I, I, I collected did, both. Yeah. Well. Okay. Now
0: I have, I have a question for you, Brendan. Mm-hmm. Like, how does how do you how do they decide which one's gonna like go forward? Is it just like eventually they're like this sales, isn't working? Is and no. I mean, based, it's yeah. um,
2: for usually it's who the major studio side with and who porn sides with. Mm-hmm. Ah. That is usually how you determine a format.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So whatever huh. is format porn decides to go with. So porn is,
0: was like, look at all the audio options we have on Blu-ray. No, I think mm-hmm. it was
2: just. They saw there was more Blu-ray sales, and for porn studios, they have left money to kind of blow into dual format. Mm. So what you'll do is you'll pick one format and go with it, Yeah. and they saw Blu-ray, which just had more sales, they just went with that format. Huh. Because you want to be in as many homes as possible when you're selling the smut you're selling. Mm
0: -hmm. That's That's true. Yeah. Especially when you can get it for free on the internet. Mm. Yeah, you want
2: to make sure you get only the highest quality (laughs) smut when Mm. you sell the smut, yeah. So Mm. uh
0: Thank you for that. No yeah. problem. Sorry to take this off on That's a tangent. Okay.
1: I just got, I waited until the desk settled to get in. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't have any of those uh, HD DVDs.
0: Yeah, neither did I. God and plus. I had an Xbox 360. Yeah. I didn't have a PS3, so it made sense for me to get yeah, the HD well, the DVDs. H- the,
1: DVD, the HD DVD
2: co- uh, expansion drive could not be used for games. Yeah. Um, it was only usable for HD DVDs. It needed a separate power supply, and it didn't work really well yeah that was the weird thing like i remember i have one if you want it no i'm mm-hmm. okay yeah that's i remember like,
0: like the the war i'm using yeah, air quotes yeah, yeah. very liberally um like the i remember knowing like no one's gonna get an hd dvd like mm-hmm. like if we're if we're moving yeah. on from dvds this quickly it's gonna be blu-ray mm. yeah, yeah but anyway it
2: yeah. was kind of the halfway step format that Every single time you have a halfway step format, usually it fails. Mm -hmm. Like remember those DVD slash VHS machines? How long Mm -hmm. those lasted?
0: Mm -hmm. I still have
2: one. Yeah, you're wrong.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: I don't know how you're wrong, but you're wrong.
0: Sometimes there's nothing like just popping in a VHS. Yeah, no, you're wrong. (laughs) They're really bad. Uh,
1: VHS are really a bad format. They have nostalgic (laughs) appeal. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. But they were always,
2: like the sound quality was bad. They looked bad. Oh yeah. 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 Rewinding was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know... HD VHS existed.
0: Mm. HD VHS. Yes. Mm. I need. I need that. It was in my blue ray
2: quality VHS. What? The f-
0: <laughs> yeah. Huh. Yeah. Broadcast standard. Yeah. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's pretty cool.
2: It existed for it, the tapes were like two hundred dollars a piece. Mm. They were ridiculous, and the players looked like small mantelpieces pieces in the size. But yeah, they were basically VHS players that played HD VHS movies. I, I want one. They came out, like, early 2000s, I want to say. Mm. Yeah. It's a weird format that didn't last very long. There's only, like, I think there's 30 movies
0: for it. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to take a look into this. You really mm-hmm. don't need to. Sorry mm-hmm. to interrupt you <laughs> no, several times. N- not at all. <laughs> not
1: at all. All right. Uh, so, yeah, movie news. Yeah. Hooray, movie news! So, I guess, like, the first one we can talk about very quickly is the story that happened... Uh, last week yeah, yeah. after uh, we recorded the podcast, which is that uh, Tom Hardy is going to play Venom in the standalone yeah. Venom movie. Sure. Which, I like, mean, that's a good choice. I like Tom Hardy, and this I like Venom. I'm just still remain confused as to how this is going to relate to Spider-Man. My guess, to be honest with you, is that um, they just aren't discussing it in detail, but that when Spider-Man goes to space for Infinity Wars, yeah. he's going to get the alien costume. That would so make sense. Just, and then when he comes back, Venom is going to be a thing.
0: So Sony can make Sony can uh, make Spider-Man movies, yeah, straight up. Well, they can make a Spider-Man movie with a continuity from
1: the Avengers? Yes. Well, they can't use Avengers characters without...
2: Marvel's permission. Mar-
1: Marvel's permission, but Spider-Man characters they own at right.
2: Okay. So sp-
1: yeah. God, this is confusing. Well, no. Yeah.
2: How it works is anything Spider-Man, Sony owns, but Sony's lending
0: Spider-Man to Marvel. Oh. Uh, uh, okay. Even though Marvel
2: owns him, Sony owns the rights in perpetuity yeah, as yeah. long as they keep making
0: movies. They, they own the, the movie rights because... Yeah. Marvel was poor and they needed to sell everything. And they sold in for a lot of money. Mm. Yeah.
2: So now they're making a movie, the Spider-Man movie or is a movie 90s, early in the 2000s, sorry. Spider-Man <laughs> <laughs> movie is a conjunction project between Marvel Studios and Sony Pictures. So they're okay. both putting money into it. Okay. And they uh Marvel gets to all the merchandise rights and Sony gets all the
0: sa- sales in the movies. Sony needs it. Mm. <laughs> they're it, they're, they're doing fine. Their the last uh, their last financial report, I believe their movie division is like hemorrhaging. Well,
2: that's it? because, well, it's hemorrhaging in parts and gaining money. Like the weird Christian market, they do really well in. Uh, the big blockbusters, they're tanking it. That's fair. none mm. of the big, like, you know, what, what did we have recently? Um, wasn't the Resident Evil movie a Screen Gems movie?
1: Yeah, that made a fortune. Did it? Yeah. But it was
2: in China. The rest, here it yeah, made like they, 20 billion. Sony owns that. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what else? It was uh,
1: the most successful of all Resident the Resident Evil movies.
2: And what was the other one? Yeah. Um, um, the the one with vampires and Titan of the Pass. Oh,
1: uh, underworld. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah that yeah. one. That's theirs too. Uh, that makes money globally. Yeah. Nothing else. Wow. Yeah. No, they're yeah, they're not doing super great. But they're not doing super great, do but they f- no movie studio doing get super great. Money, Marvel
0: big Marvel money is what oh. I wanted to say. And yeah. Weird. I mean, this, <laughs> th-
2: their movies never did the extent the Marvel movies do because they make billions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. Sony movies never do billions. They just do kind of hundreds of well, millions. I mean, James the Bond. That's true. Yeah, yeah. James Bond, but James Bond they, only, they don't own that. They own distribution rights to that, whereas... It's some weird,
0: like, MGM. Uh, oh, so you didn't yeah. the, like, original two Spider-Man movies? Yeah. Did they did really they well. Yeah, 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 they did. Yeah, yeah, they,
1: did. yeah. yeah they did great.
2: Because it's U- United Artists? That's the, like, thing? No, It's,
1: so, no. it's, it's weird. It's, well, it's like, Eon Productions. Yeah. the right James Bond, but they're a production company, yeah. so they operate in conjunction with Sony. That's why everything, every Bond.
2: product in those movies is a Sony product Exactly,
1: yeah.
0: Exactly. So, anyway. Yeah. Tom Hardy, Venom.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Tom Hardy with Venom. I think it'll be good. That's we'll pretty see cool.
0: I'm interested to see what he can do. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, all, he was he was an all right Bane.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah I definitely the best. Man. I want him to have a Scottish movie adaptation, adaptation no <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, He was fantastic. Um, I love him as an actor, and I also yeah. feel like at this point he wouldn't do it unless like the project's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he doesn't. He has the it's like He to needs do the it. money. Uh, so. Also, it
2: seems like he's the guy that just does things because he finds them cool, not because he cares.
1: Exactly, yeah. So I'm totally on board. So we'll see what happens there. Um, also, they- speaking while we're on the subject of Sony, uh, they announced this week uh, they're already working on the Resident Evil reboot, so I'll get that franchise going uh, again. Yay. So so weird. Well, the last movie was more successful than any I know, but one. now it's a
2: complete reboot following the yep. series closer now, apparently. That's right. That's right. Because why not?
1: That's right. So They did
2: the ridiculous bombasticness, now they're good to the down-earth Resident
1: Evil we all need and love. Mm-hmm. so that's something for us all to look forward to um, next up uh, so Tom Holland who's playing Spider-Man yep has been uh, hired to play young uh, Nathan Drake in the Uncharted movie yeah which apparently the concept now is that the movie series will be a pre- on prequel to the video game series yeah so, so like young Indiana Jones
0: here's the thing so I gave Uncharted 4 a 10 out of 10 mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Th- it's still my favorite game from this generation great year. it's a fantastic great, great game yeah, mm-hmm. I mean no, that was actually a really good yeah, game, yeah, in yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um but uh that's I, I don't think it actually got game of the year because mm-hmm. it was such a strong year yeah, in gaming. Yeah, yeah. Um was, you know. so yeah. The the worst part of the game was was playing as young Drake. Mm. Uh it 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 makes sense, I guess. Yeah. But at the same time it's like why? Like why does it Everyone cares about like older, smart ass? Mm. Indiana Jones, Nathan drake yeah the 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 backstory was fun mm. to like kind of get to know the character a little more and like why he is the way he is, yeah, but uh-huh. I just I can't see he like was in a Montessori... like monastery monastery sorry Not um, a Montessori school was yeah, <laughs> no that's that's as soon as I said it, I was like, this is wrong, yeah yeah um he' yeah, learning, learning he was in a, a way. yeah <laughs> um. <laughs> he was in a monastery uh is like th- there wasn't anything really. Going on, I guess there was. But. Well,
2: I mean, he was kind of breaking out and going riding on his motorcycle yeah. on
1: his brother's motorcycle. Yeah, yeah, it just seems to me like just another example of how flailing they are trying to make an Uncharted movie. What They'll if the God a War anything. movie that never gotten on God,
0: just no, say yeah. don't don't do that. Yeah. Like I have no problem with a uh, with an Uncharted movie because the Uncharted probably out of any game series it lends like itself
2: movie, yeah. the but best. I'm gonna to- throw it out there, isn't it an Uncharted movie just Indiana Jones? Yeah, totally. Because. Uncharted is basically off-brand Indiana Jones. Yeah, definitely. Other than yes. not yeah. wanting to do a museum, he just wants to sell it for money. Yeah. Like, he's just kind of a worse Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah.
1: no, he's not a good person. Well, and, that's totally. kind of and that's why of... And that's why I was into it, because, like, there isn't a he's, good Indiana no, Jones right now. There's
2: no pretense. He's yeah. just straight up, I want to sell this stuff for lots of money.
0: Mm. Yeah. I'm well, kind of a there's criminal. There's some other stuff in there that separates him from well, Indiana yeah, Jones. Well,
2: yeah, I mean, like he has the, a weird British love interest.
0: There was, yeah, so there was his, like... His Jones girlfriend, that. there's, the, there's mm-hmm. that whole, like, girl next door girl that he keeps breaking up with because he just can't get it right. Yeah. And then there's also the, like, sexy, dark-haired, foreign woman. Mm-hmm. Claudia Black. That he that he desired that comes back and constantly messes with him, even though he's happy with Lena. Mm-hmm. The
2: reporter, the British reporter. Was she yeah. British? I don't think she was British. No, I remember being I
0: British.
1: So anyway, young un- <laughs> young Nathan Drake's going to be a thing. Oh, and Sully. Oh, yeah. The best
0: gaming character ever.
1: If
2: they didn't have Sully, the series is kind of pointless.
0: Yeah, Mm. no. Sully's the best. I love Sully. Sorry, No problem. No problem. Yeah,
1: (laughs) I just don't see it happening, uh, to be honest with you. I mean, I see it happening,
2: I just don't see it being very good. Yeah. Because it's a series that's kind of neat video game-wise, but originality-wise, there's not much to it. It's just, hey, I'm kind of an explorer. I steal things. Isn't Mm. that cool? Yeah, and not to take
0: anything away from Uncharted, though, like, either, but, like, Kind of in the age of like, that's not a really relevant series that much anymore. Like, it's, it's fine. Like, Uncharted in 2010 was the you own the a Sony age, yeah. console because you want to yeah. play Uncharted. Now mm. it's like The Last of Us is mm. that's what I thought would be the next adaptation from that's being made, isn't it?
1: I keep well, saying, they keep saying, is it, it on supposed permanent supposed to, hold now? I have no idea what's uh, going on. With I remember
2: it. they had, um, who's the girl from Game of Thrones?
1: Mm. <laughs> Arya Stark yeah. the, the young the young one uh-huh. either
2: way she was supposed to be slated to play the main character yeah and and Josh Brolin was going to be yeah, Joel yeah. and then that just kind of fizzled away and mm. Josh Brolin's now Cable so yeah whatever
1: yeah i feel like yeah i feel like the uncharted thing's going to fade away again too to be honest with you see like well i understand like the argument that uncharted isn't a particular original concept or why make a movie i feel like that's actually sort of thing that you should make a movie out of because mm. it's just like a blank slate basically yeah. Yeah. it's just like an adventure movie and then hire some interesting people to to marshal that and have yeah. an interesting take on it which they keep doing they keep hiring interesting screenwriters but, but, but young they, but young he couldn't globe plot
2: he could just basically hide yeah. around a small village
1: oh, that, uh, uncharted 2
0: had a really really good story arc for nathan drake the mm-hmm. dark
2: well that was the dark one right where he kind of like starts almost dead uh yeah, it's no three. that's that's three okay. the number
0: number two is the one of the train
2: isn't he? is he shot in that one?
0: Yeah, he's like in the um, the snow
2: cap. He's like crawling up the yeah, train, he's on yeah. the
0: mountain and all that stuff. And yeah, like that uh, character arc for him was fantastic because mm. like he actually and now they got played on more and more as it like went, as the series goes on. But he's he's become um, a superhero. He like. yeah, but like at that time like he was vulnerable and questioning. I think like, that was why what, am I doing this anymore? Like yeah. this doesn't make sense. And like that was. Like when it was over, I was like, "Wow, that is a satisfying ending to the series." And like, then they're like, "Let's have two more." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But plus a Vita one. Yep, mm-hmm. and then they're doing that other one that's coming out. Oh yeah, which is the
2: following the Claudia Black character. Yeah, which because is weird. why not? I don't know. It's supposed to be almost a full game. Yeah, sure. It's one of those things. I'm like, eh, why not?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, anyway, sorry. Go All on. right, yeah, no problem. Next up. Um. So Arnold Schwarzenegger was at the Cannes Film Festival this week, yep. and he was doing some talk. He opened his big mouth and did some talking, and he did an update on a couple of things. So number one, that he claims that they are 100% moving forward with Terminator movies, and that James Cameron is going to produce whatever the next Terminator movie is. can't okay. direct it because he's making Avatar. Yeah. Four of those. Okay. I don't, I don't, and that yeah, uh, Deadpool's Tim Miller is apparently going to direct it. Um, I don't want any of so those things. Happen.
0: Just let it die. Terminator's Arnold. done. It, just yeah. let
2: it done. Yeah, we've, we've seen every side of the war. We've seen the robots falling apart. We've seen the robots infinitely but powerful. We've mm-hmm. seen Skynet starting up numerous times. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't need more. I don't. I don't care. I don't yeah. want to see old Schwarzenegger being old robot again. I yeah. just don't
1: care. Well, he's gonna do it.
0: What could be interesting? Hear me out. Mm-hmm. Do us a, do a, a story where it's like. Skynet's done, mm. but there's like one Terminator left mm. that they didn't know was still running, and and they're like trapped with it somewhere, and it's alien but with a Terminator.
1: Gotcha. Sure. Gotcha. So this is
2: kind of a, so basically every Terminator movie ever.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's but sick. no, but Skynet's over, so he's just
2: basically
1: doing it because he hates people. Yeah. Post-apocalyptic yeah. single Terminator. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Like sure. it's like the
0: first one, like but the or the second one. The Terminator. Yeah. Yeah. No, the second one was the Terminator came back, but he was good, and he was protecting them. The third first one, one, the fourth one? The first one was he came back to kill them, and, like, that was the only Terminator. Yeah, That's yeah. Sure. he's sure. never been a villain since
1: that first one. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, um, sure. Anyway, that'll probably happen. Who knows? <laughs> um, and he also said that uh, the triplets script is complete, triplets being the sequel to Twins with Eddie Murphy as the third Triplets. Danny DeVito and <laughs> Who Arnold Schwarzenegger. For this? And they're, he's making it happen. It's going to happen. But I sure will. Buckle up with Eddie Murphy as well. <laughs> Eddie Murphy and Danny DeVito and Schwarzenegger Schwarzenegger's triplets. It's going to be great. They're all in like the 60s. We all know it's going to be great. That's right. That's when you find out you have a third brother. And you guys go on a wacky adventure. In your lead? yeah. A third brother who's a different race. That's right. That's right. And, uh, yeah, I can't wait. In your you know, late so 60s. Yeah. I really hope yeah. they make triplets. Like Terminator, I could take your lead at this point. <laughs> but I really, really, really hope they make oh, triplets. Oh, no. I'm going to see it so badly. Um, all right. Uh, next up, um, in keeping with... Uh, <laughs> in, ke- in keeping with how uh, DC, the DC universe is going, uh, Doug Liman has left Justice League Dark, so that's the second director to quit <laughs> that project. <laughs> right. um, and he actually quit Gambit to do that. So he's quitting superhero movies left and right. That's for working out really I just want
0: to well. thank him for not doing that Gambit movie. Yeah,
1: well, it's going to happen. We didn't need that movie. It's, uh, it's, it's gonna still going to happen with okay. Channing Tatum. Yeah, don't. they got Channing Tatum locked up. They're going to do it. Uh, it's only a matter of time um and uh this is kind of a downer um uh so uh Zack snyder um quit uh justice league this week because of a family tragedy, yeah. the tragedy
2: happened a month or so ago
1: yeah, yeah yeah but now he's just sort of like realized he can't work 12 hour days to finish the movie anymore so joss whedon's gonna take over and finish that
2: that seems either really good or the movie's a complete train wreck
1: yeah well i mean he didn't quit he quit because it's no, I know, but I meant <laughs> a director coming in late,
2: even mm. if it's to like fill in the g- holes. Yeah, yeah, it's two different but visions for a movie, unless you're both on the exact same page. But things are going to change. Yeah, well, I've
1: but heard he's the Avengers. Yeah, well, I've heard that they've like they they've kept a, they've kept it quiet because they don't yeah want people reporting on it. But they've essentially reshot the entire movie. That's so since weird. they finished production, like they they because they. They went they started filming Justice League the the week after Five yeah. Minutes Superman came out, so they expected it was gonna be like this huge hit and they'd be like, Yeah, we're working on the next one yeah. and then everyone was then they realized, Oh my god, everyone hates this. Yeah. And they're apparently like frantically rewriting the script every day to try and make it goofier and yeah. more fun. And yeah, then they've gone back and done several reshirts and now. Joss Whedon's in charge of Just, uh, whatever they're doing at this they point. They can be him. dark.
0: That wasn't the problem <laughs> yeah. with Batman vs Superman. The fact that it was dark was not the problem. Mm-hmm.
1: The fact that it was stupid was most of the problem.
0: I wonder how people would have looked back on Batman vs Superman if the whole Martha scene
1: didn't happen. Uh, I think they still would have disliked it. And I, I don't think it think still would have been. That wasn't the big problem. No? No. In fact, I think people put a little bit too much in that. I didn't think that was that horrible. It was idea. pretty dumb. It was dumb, but it wasn't like it. W- it was no less, more or less dumb than pretty well anything else that had happened in that movie. Because I
0: was, point. I didn't really dislike most of it. I, I know I'm in the minority. It's not great. I'm gonna have to go back and watch it. I think that's the case. I still haven't. Yeah. We got that. You haven't watched it? No, I, I have the, the extended cut from uh, the, the giveaway we did, yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. I, I haven't gone back and watched it. I just can't do it. Yeah. I, like,
1: I have like a nice memory of it, yeah. and I don't want to ruin it. It's not great. It's not great. I mean, it's, not as, it's one of those movies where it's, it's not as bad as the people that really hate it say it is, Yeah, but it's also not as good as the Defenders say. It's just kind of m- mediocre. That's fair. More than anything else and uh, and just a letdown that like after all those years yeah, it's know, supposed to be to Batman
0: and Superman fighting how I know. yeah it's like you have to try mm-hmm. to make that underwhelming mhm it was
1: just empty and there's, yeah, like there's this, that too, and and it's just that weird it's not so much the darkness because there's nothing wrong with it being dark it's that they're pretending it's it's using darkness and grimness in place of gravity like saying if everything's done very seriously, and people say, and we do it in dark shadows, yeah, then that makes this a serious film, yeah, as opposed to like actually having content to justify wanting to take this material seriously That's fair. I think yeah, that's you, the biggest problem. I think like I that. can see that too, for yeah. sure. I think that's the biggest thing. Is yeah. that like I have no problem with DC with DC movies being dark. My favorite DC characters are dark. Yeah, and those you know, Chris Nolan Batman movies were certainly dark, as were the Tim Burton movies for their era. That's not the problem. The problem is. Those movies actually did however clumsily, whatever problems people may have with Dark Knight Rises, that was actually an ambitious movie that actually did try to say things and had a take on Batman yeah, rather than Batman v Superman, which was just like everything you've seen before, just more expensive yeah. and more blackness. It's
0: even more apparent when you like, look at something like Watchmen, mm-hmm. which was dark, mm. had something to say, mm. and was just like
1: visually dark too. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> Um, but yeah, even Watchmen, I'm not a huge fan of. You don't like Watchmen? Um, not oh, really. Such a good movie. Uh, well, but mostly just because I I
0: love the book a lot. I've heard that a lot from people. Yeah. like Like uh, Shaq is another one. But yeah, yeah, Shaq's yeah. main issue that he complains about is that there was no giant squid, and I feel like that was bad. Yeah. No, that doesn't bother.
1: It doesn't bother me. That doesn't bother me. What bothers me is just the execution of it. Just yeah. felt. It just. Yeah. It just. It felt lazy. Like it was just sort of like everything was beefed up to be more macho. Which wasn't necessarily the point of Watchmen, yeah, and it was all beauty shots, and the story just like it was eighteen issues crammed into two and a half hours, so like there was no pacing, everything was all over the place, and I thought some of the acting was really horrible. Yeah, there was some bad, there's some performances. really horrible yeah. acting, which was the real downer because it's a movie that is kind of char- is character driven mm-hmm. ultimately, so that bummed me out. Oh, and that sex scene, yeah, horrible. Um. um, but all that being said, like there are some great moments in it, and because it is. Like true to Watchmen, it is very compelling. Yeah, it's just that uh, more than anything else, I just felt disappointed with what could have been. It was just That's it fair. was it was similar to like the Hobbit movies, um, where it was like, you know, there's being faithful and there's or, or or more I guess more than the Hobbit, the the Lord of the Rings stuff, where like there's being faithful and respectful. Yeah. and there's just transcribing. And like, if you're just transcribing, why are we even making this movie? Like, it's that's a different fair. medium. You know what I mean? Versus like, the Lord of the Rings movies, as like faithful as they were, like there w- was a take and they did change things. That's to make also them because work like, as movies in the novels, it took them like seven years to leave the Shire. Oh, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, that was decisions they made. Yeah, you know? that's fair.
1: And like, I feel like with Watchmen, they just they it, it. You know, Zack Snyder knows how to make very pretty pictures that look like comic books so Mm -hmm. it like came to life but it wasn't he didn't have a take he just knew this is good so I'll just do this and I don't think that's the correct approach because even something like Sin City which was like there were frame for frame copies it just by virtue of the fact that like seeing that as a movie was so weird and different it was really that had its own charm to it versus like yeah Watchmen just felt so regurgitated Um, but like when I say I dislike it it's not like that's the worst movie ever made. Like, I recognize, like, as a comic book movie, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's just not... I just let down. And also because... Um in the 90s, uh, Terry Gilliam was supposed to do a Watchmen miniseries for HBO. Okay. And that would have been incredible. That would have been fantastic. And would have fixed all the problems <laughs> and been, like, amazing to look at. And probably even, if anything, been, like, darker. And yeah. also would have had the sense of humor of Watchmen, which is the other thing. Walking Watchmen's very bleakly funny in the book, which okay. is not in the movie. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just felt disappointed by all that. I think with the Watchmen, I just kind of... Like look back
0: at that era of comic book movies with such mm. fondness, like V for Vendetta, the yeah, original yeah. Spider-Man movies.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, the Watchmen X2. was Watchmen
2: was after that. Watchmen mm. was it was just before the Marvel movies started hitting. Yeah, that's what I'm no, saying. It was the Same time. Yeah. Was
1: it? Yeah, the same time. Like, it would have been the year. It was the same year as uh, Iron Man. Iron Man. Okay. And, and yeah. yeah, Iron
2: Man had a much more funny tone. Yeah. Watchmen was overly super serious.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Even even if that's the even if it was like the like, the era of Marvel. Like, it would mm. be the last kind of movie, sort of, that, that took superhero movies in that direction. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But, yeah. I I, mm, I don't know if I necessarily agree that it'll be the last one that does it. Well, it
0: was the last one of that
1: era. Yeah. I meant. I mean I mean, we do have mm. the
2: Wonder Woman movie. It looks like it has kind of a serious tone to it. Yeah. We'll
0: see. Yeah. I mean, uh, from all early reviews, it seems like people are liking it. Yeah, that's what they said about Suicide Squad, too. Yeah. Well, but, I mean,
2: critics are
1: liking it. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's
2: not just, like
1: people yeah, i know but that, that's the other thing with like
2: doesn't empire like it from what i read
1: um i haven't read many things yet um my concern with wonder woman more is that not unlike how when the dark knight rises came yeah out, uh people were afraid to say anything negative about ah, it, the fan fair. reaction would be so intense not only would the fan reaction be intense but the online feminism mm. community would be up in arms fair how dare you we finally got a woman and you say it's horrible yeah so i don't I don't know what to say. They particularly, early reviews are very carefully curated as to who's allowed to write them and why. Oh, that makes sense. People so. that would
2: be favorable to inclined to say
1: something nice yeah so i don't I, I want it to be good and i think it looks okay but until i actually see it i don't know
2: i mean at very least gagoo had fun making it because she seems to be having a ball yeah in the she's
1: she is very uh she's very enthusiastic so that's something <laughs> um all right where are we and also did
2: we mention the castlevania series oh yeah
1: yeah yeah. that's right that's coming up fast
2: uh did uh, either of you see the trailer Yes.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes. It looks awesome. It looks weirdly good. It looks awesome. i mean, I
2: mean, I don't think Konami cares about that IP at all. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, They will when they can make a pachinko machine out of it. That's fair. Mm -hmm. I think they already exist as a
2: pachinko machine. Oh, Mm -hmm. no,
0: but not a Castlevania, the animated series pachinko machine. Oh, that's fair. That's different.
2: Um, But from the look (laughs) of it, it actually looks good. I mean, it has that particular anime look that I think too many shows go to. Mm -hmm. Like, I like anime. I think it's fun. But I don't want every show to look anime.
0: I can see what you mean. Um, but, but I, I think the Western there. influence in there yeah. is, is enough to kind of differentiate it a th- little bit.
2: I mean, I think they're go- going to anime studios because anime studios are some of the best animation studios right now in the world. Yeah. I mean, the, nor- the West has kind of gotten rid of most of our hand-drawn animation studios. So if you don't want a weird CGI Castlevania, you're going to go to Japan or Korea. Mm. Those are kind of where you're going to go. And so I mean I don't, I'm not surprised.
1: It's also the cheapest for slave labor. Is it really?
2: Japan? Bat- yeah.
1: Really? Oh yeah, they have people like yeah, working in horribly human hours. to I do that know stuff. That. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. why I mean 90% of like even an- hand-drawn animation that isn't done yeah. in uh that isn't anime. It isn't done in the oh. anime aesthetic yeah. it's still done overseas cuz they
2: they slave labor, labor. Yeah. Wow, that's bad. Yeah. yeah. But either way, always has it, been. It looks good. I like the kind of the they're bringing forward the story that's behind the game so they have like the darker tones and i'm not saying every game needs to be dark mm-hmm. but what i am Castlevania's saying is dark mm-hmm. castlevania is a dark story that
0: they never show in the games mm. yeah
2: it's always kind of like did you know this person died at some point and was covered in blood we won't show you that but that happened
0: yeah mm-hmm. especially the the one like the like final like screen they showed where yeah. it was just like, it was like who are you and like I'm the man who will kill Dracula. I got so hyped. Well, you see, mm-hmm. the guy just
2: standing in front of the door that's just kind of yeah. opening. Mm-hmm. And he's like,
0: "I'm the man who will kill." Dracula. I actually like. Did someone's head get decapitated
2: with a whip in that
0: like place? I think so. There was like a very good, um, like blood raining. Yeah. animation. I liked it. I'm really excited for this, and it's
2: yeah. hitting July seventh. Yes, mm. yes, so yes it's it's yeah. soon. Yeah, it's coming out
1: soon. it could be fun for sure. I'm excited. For I sure. mean, I, I like the
2: Castlevania storyline, so I, I want to see them do things with
0: that. Mm. I'm I'm interested to see because it's a Netflix exclusive. I'm interested to see what this will do because they have some anime that's ne- uh, exclusive already, well, but they have nothing. Some very kind of CGI anime, yeah, it's but very nothing, CGI based. nothing, to this scale no. with this kind of IP behind it. So it would be interesting to see what that does to anime because if Netflix gets anime on, on there, too? Well, they, like do, it's have, just game they over. do have the mm. Seven Deadly Sins. They have yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they have that. But, like, if they get something... that Seven Deadly Sins isn't Castlevania.
2: But Castlevania... In Japan, that's actually a big anime. Yeah. Or a big manga series.
0: Yeah. But still not Castlevania.
2: <laughs> I, I don't know if a Castlevania is <laughs> Castlevania anymore. That's
0: fair. That's fair. Maybe I'm holding a little too much weight. But it would be interesting to see what happened happen if this yeah. could be, like, a step with Netflix to for a bigger anime push because that would mean they've got exclusive tv series exclusive anime series they don't have the exclusive rights but they're also streaming wrestling too which is
1: pretty cool so like they'll have everything Mm -hmm. lucha underground check it out it's a telenovela with wrestling it's
0: amazing i'm I'm not Mm -hmm.
1: watching that you tell me about that it's fantastic and one (laughs) final movie news story before we put a pull plug in this and that is that uh good news everyone uh they're going through with top gun 2 that will be happening. No, I, no That's not that. good news. are going no to make Top Gun. No two. one wants that. Are you kidding me? Highway that was not to the good news. No.
0: Okay. No. Here's. The thing. I mean that. Yes. No. Top Gun song. Top Gun's amazing. The soundtrack is fantastic. Mm. Um They better get Kenny Loggins for. <laughs> one can only hope. Um, but, spoilers. Goose is dead. Mm. How? Like the, 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 the. I don't know. There's just Val Kilmer is like kind of weird looking now. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, he's kind of pudgy. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, this is a lot of like, the, this Cruz shouldn't exactly Yeah, the Tom Cruise looks the same. That's good. And, he, and he, also
1: Val Kilmer, um, I guess you guys didn't hear, here, uh, he, he has cancer and oh. he is far from pudgy right now. Really? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. He's like, looks, yeah, he doesn't look. Oh, oh I'm so I, I, yeah, I, I feel really, really bad. Bad. That's why I wanted to clarify. That's that. why I wanted to clarify real quick. I'm really sorry, dude. Oh, yeah. What can you do? I mean, like, from it sounds like he disappeared for a while and it sounds like he's like coming out in the clear of it, but yeah, he doesn't look. Great that. But okay, I mean, the pictures hey, wait, I've look. seen were like
0: chubby Val Kilmer, yeah, with like it just looked kind of like oh, weird. for sure.
1: But I mean, look, here's how it works, guys. Uh, now Maverick and Iceman are gonna be instructors oh, for God. the new generation of Top Guns. I just guns. I don't want that. And zach Efron and someone from One Jeez Direction Christ. are gonna learn how to fly. I'll say zach Efron. The I wouldn't. New generation. I wouldn't be upset about i mean it's uh, gonna be horrible to be yeah right. that, sounds <laughs> horrible. that sounds like the worst thing I've ever
0: i have a lot of respect for zach evron now mm-hmm. i don't why? why because he like went into rehab and no one knew about it or at least i didn't hear about it yeah, it yeah. Was why like, does wow, that make
2: why does i mean because it him. was
0: like he went into rehab he came out and he's like Sober making bad movies but like mm-hmm. that
2: <laughs> none of this i mean i'm just happy good on him i'm for him
0: happy for him that he went to rehab and it wasn't a publicity stunt and mm-hmm. It seems like it's working out. I mean, good so respect.
2: For, good at him for giving up the drugs or the alcohol, whatever it might be. Uh, but I, don't, I don't, that doesn't really affect my Also, love I think of him. all he did mm. was
0: lift weights in rehab because he looks like he can bench press me. Mm. To be
2: fair, he always looked that way. Yeah. He's looked like kind of a human, like Terminator for the longest time now. Mm.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he's. he's Whatever. I'm just excited. All right. Well, anyway, Zac he Zac does, Efron's does love life. his feathered hair. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, that, that's it for movie His tips know, just drive pretty wild. <laughs> mm-hmm. Alright, well, we'll take a quick break. Thank our little friend, our little friends, our friends over at Comic Bento, and we'll be back.
1: Man, I wish I could get new comics every month, but I'm broke and oddly always $5 short. Lame. Wait, five bucks short, you say? Well, I've got something special for you. What the hell was that? It's me, the discount ghost of coupons past. Are you scared? What the f-? Use the code CGMEG in all caps, all one word, to get five dollars off your next Comic Bento subscription. So wait, if I use the code CGMEG all in caps, all one word, I get five dollars off my next Comic Bento? Yes! Use the code CGMEG in all caps, all one word, and get five dollars off your next Comic Bento. A whole five dollars, eh? Now that's scary.
0: And we're back. The Pixels and Ink podcast is brought to you by Buns, your city network. Buns connects you to the people in your neighborhood to help you find the things you need to fuel your real life. Swap things you already have to get the items you need. You can also find jobs that pay bills, homes for rent, and advice and a place to talk about your city. Buns is available online at buns.com and on your phones via the App Store and at Google Play Store the google play store
2: good job one of these days you'll get
0: the whole <laughs> thing right you know what i try really hard i read it a lot and i just i i don't know it's 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 intimidating there's a lot to read so i'm reading it off my phone
2: why don't you just put it as i said previously just print i think it we out. should print
0: it off that's a probably yeah, a good idea just have it
2: like a script we read yeah like as every other thing does yeah yeah
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll we'll do that okay <laughs> <laughs> So, Phil, you've seen some movies. I
1: have, indeed. Um, Yeah, so it was a really exciting week at the movies this week. Was it really? Spectacular movies that I saw. Um, the first one is Pirates of the Caribbean Part Five. I um, forgot that was coming Men out. Men tell no tales. Is this the one right, where like the, the is.
2: Orlando Bloom character just comes back for some reason? Yeah,
1: no, he's back. No, oh, yeah. it's actually about um, the child of uh, Keira Knightley and Orlando Bloom. Is Keira Knightley back? Uh, possibly. That Ooh. might be a spoiler. Oh. Um, and, and he um, as in it was we learn in a prologue uh, found uh, Orlando Bloom's cursed ghost ship. And was like, I'm going to break your curse. And he was like, that's impossible. And the kid was like, no, I know how. And Orlando was like, how? And he's like, I'm going to get Poseidon's trident. And what? Orlando Bloom said, that's not real. That's a myth. And he said, I will find it. I mean, okay, um, he's, so, like, he's on a ghost ship. And yeah, that's yeah. a myth. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So cut ahead 10 years. Oh, of course. And he's like more grown up and he's going to find it. And then he just luckily enough happens to be in a small t- uh, in a town where there's this young woman who. Uh, is everyone thinks is a witch and they're going to hang her But she's not a witch, she's just like really smart And empowered, and like into astrology um, And she also Is trying to find uh, Poseidon's trident Of course Because she had this book that she was born with That had instructions of how to get there sure. um, So they're going to do that And they both decide uh, They need Captain Jack Sparrow to find yeah. it uh, it's unclear why, because as per normal, as per usual in these Pirates of the Caribbean movies, the movies just kind of happen around Johnny Depp, and he does nothing to affect does them. Does he have, does he age? No. Okay. Um, and so. So isn't he
2: like 30 years after that point?
1: Supposed to be, yeah, yeah. based on like the narrative. But, but he's still like, you know. Irrelevant. Okay. Yeah. So he's a he's cartoon ca- character. Yeah, then. he's kicking around, um, and they meet up with him, and then at the same time, there's also uh, Javier Bardem plays the. Uh, host, uh, the yeah, the captain of a ghost ship who's been hunting uh, Johnny Depp for over for decades at this point. Isn't the now, plot of a captain intriguing. of a ghost ship going yeah, out? There. That's the, this look, the second one. Don't worry about that. Well, what I found really compelling about it was that um, Javier Bardem was this captain of this ghost ship that's been hunting uh, captain Jack Sparrow for decades. Yeah, and yet there were four movies previous to this in which it was never, never heard never of him. Yeah, never come up once. So yeah. He's really bad at his job. Um, and then also Jeffrey Rush been, is in it too. He's um, been
0: looking for Jack Sparrow yeah. for over ten years yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, yeah, and then also Jeffrey Rush is in it too. Uh, no longer a ghost captain. He's just a regular dude now. Oh, okay. Um, that's and good. yeah. So there's a you lot. Stop the monkey. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah, good. yeah. Um, weirdly enough, the monkey didn't show up for a while. I wasn't there first. And then the monkey was just there in one scene and they didn't acknowledge why the monkey wasn't there before.
0: Were you a little scared that the monkey had passed away?
1: Um, you know, honest, to be honest with you at first, I like, I didn't even think of it. <laughs> and then all of a sudden the monkey was there. And I was like, oh, yeah, the monkey. um, cause that was the thing is like, it, it's the one thing I liked about the previous Pirates of the Caribbean movie, the fourth one, Yeah. the subtitle of which I have no idea,
0: whatever. Dead man's. Chess? sure there was that another one i don't, I don't know. know i don't
1: know i can't tell them apart <laughs> um the one thing i did like about it was that they were finally like okay well we'll make jack sparrow the main character because that's all anyone cares about yeah it wasn't a great movie but it was at least like oh finally they did this so but now we're right back to just having a boring couple at the center and everything but, just sort of happens around him isn't
0: jack sparrow like endearing because of like he's not the main character yeah, so There's it, not too much focus on him He's yeah, just kind of there
1: Well, yeah, except that like the main characters are always really dull That's fair um, so, But yeah, they're are. back to that And then they're also deep into the Pirates mythology As if anyone knows or cares about any of the stuff that's happening in these movies So, um, yeah, essentially it's just a whole bunch of gobbledygook That amounts to like the same Pirates of the Caribbean movie you have seen a dozen times before um, not Is number six? It's the fifth one Okay it's Honestly,
2: not, if you said it's the ninth, I would have believed you
1: I know, me too um, but it's, so it's not very good but the one thing I will say is the, the directing team that did it, the two nor- Norwegian directing team, uh, Joachim Ronning and Espen Sandberg they've done um, some like smaller European action movies I'd seen before like Max Manus, which was about mm-hmm. an underground resistance army in World War 2 that was really good and uh, they are good action directors and with this being a Pirates movie they had a massive budget and there are some like really great action sequences in it and the effects are spectacular it's just as with the last four pirate sequels uh, it's just the jokes went thin and it's hard to care about anyone and but yeah like stuff blows up really well and as it does ships look great Um, there are some great action sequences there's one really fantastic one where Uh, jack sparrow is in a uh, guillotine and about to be and then like something smashes the podium that he's on so he starts spinning in the air with the guillotine and every time he spins one direction the guillotine goes up and every time he spins another it comes down and comes close to hitting his head and that was clever um and then there's another thing with zombie sharks that was pretty good zombie sharks totally yeah zombie sharks and ghost pirates running across the water um so there's some cool visuals it's just like it's hard to care about anything, and the Jack Sparrow shtick is really getting old, and it just feels, yeah, it just feels like a waste of time. But that being said, I felt that was true of the last four Pirates of the Caribbean sequels, <laughs> and all of them made a billion dollars. That's fair. Did they? The last one made a billion dollars? last dollar? one made a billion dollars. That makes me weep for everyone. Exactly, yeah. Here's the
0: thing, though. I think if we've learned anything is that the mainstream audience doesn't necessarily care about quality whether that is in music, movies, TV, mm-hmm. any kind of media. They mm-hmm. just want to sit down, turn their brain off for a little bit, and watch Johnny Depp walk around in makeup. And totally.
1: And if you want like to do that, it's okay. I, I guess it does that. Um, there was a shocking number of dick and vagina jokes for a Disney movie. Huh. That's weird. It really caught me off guard. Like, in the first 20 minutes, there were, like, six dick jokes. And I was like, this is getting weird. And then they started making vagina jokes. And I was like, I thought this was for children. That's really odd. Um, yeah. I mean, they were careful with the language to make an innuendo, but it was still they were clearly talking about bits and bobs. And I was That's just weird. Yeah. That's but odd. Anyway. I don't know if I agree with that. Yeah. Anyway, it's a waste of time. And it, like it's best summed up by the fact by the like they've been publicizing the fact that Paul McCartney's in this movie. So sure. the one thing I was looking forward to it was like, well, OK, Paul McCartney was actually OK in those Beatles movies. So let's see what he's like. And he showed up and he's fine but it was like a scene that had nothing to do with anything. There was just one scene when Johnny Depp was being transported from one room to another yeah. as a prisoner and then he saw Paul McCartney through the cell and they did two jokes together and left. and had nothing was to do with Was he a any. pirate or just no, actually it was a, as it was okay. a pirate? Yeah. It wasn't just like, hey no, Paul, it wasn't McCartney. Just Paul McCartney. That <laughs> would have like, been better. Hey, it's Paul McCartney. <laughs> but it just sums up the whole movie where it's just like completely pointless, stupidly expensive, um, and like like compelling conceptually but in execution nothing. Wow. And that's just kind of the movie as a whole. Oh, um, like that's kind it's kind of depressing. It's big and pretty, and they spent a lot of money on it. But by the time it was over, I felt no different than before. Yeah. And I already can not distinguish between it and the other three pirates sequels the first one's still good i think i don't want to watch it anymore i'm scared yeah (laughs) Yeah. i mean the first one's fourth had ian mcshane in it yeah ian mcshane's pretty awesome the casts are always good they just don't give them anything to do because like the first like let's be honest it was a miracle that first pirates of the caribbean movie worked at all yeah and even then it was mostly just because it was there hadn't been a pirates movie in a long time certainly not on that scale the action was good you know, that Johnny Depp was entertaining and yeah. everything was perfunctory enough to carry the rest along. And then, as soon as they started to pretend that there was any weight or depth, oh, yeah. the whole thing, I, don't, I didn't whole care. ship of cards fell apart. At least it's not three hours. That was a plus. Oh, it was only good. two. That still so seems that. a lot. For yeah. a
2: kid's movie, that seems way more than it needs to be. It's
1: unnecessary. Yeah. Um, but the good news is it's not the only movie coming out this week. Ooh. There's also <laughs> Baywatch. Oh. Yeah. Um, I was excited for a second. Yeah, now, I know. Now I've lost all excitement. I know. Um, so I have to admit I was kind of looking forward to Baywatch cause I like the rock and he has, a, like the rock too, he has yeah. a really good sense of irony. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, well if it's going to be, they're just going to play all the excesses of yeah, Baywatch, yeah. but do it in a knowing way that could be funny. Mm-hmm. And for the opening 30 seconds, that's exactly what it was. Oh, awesome. Yeah. There was, it started with like all these like Michael Bay shots of mm-hmm. someone falling off a pier and then the rock, like just hearing it, you could just feel it. And he ran out and dove in the water. And then he like in, in like, just so excessively overdone and then finally when he grabbed the person underwater he came up and there was this like slow motion shot of him like towering over the camera coming out of the water with water and glistening off him and then in the in the horizon it just said Baywatch in giant letters awesome like a, like a michael bay movie cool and i was like that's really funny if they do this all the way it'll be great and then they didn't oh um, what did they do well what it felt like uh, i was telling coded before like when the credits played out there were like a dozen producers listed because they were all people who at one point were in charge of the Baywatch project. Because they've been trying to do this since the '90s. Oh God! And the names are as varied as like Ivan Reitman and Eli Roth. That's weird. And what it all it, and it just felt like. All these different ideas, specifically two. It felt like there were two scripts that weren't funny enough to be for for one Baywatch movie to Crown together. One was a throwback '80s sex comedy mm-hmm. about a goofy dork who got on the Baywatch team, and all of a sudden, all these boobs were around him, and he had all these boners, and maybe <laughs> he's going to get to lose his virginity, um, and also prove that he's cool to the Rock. So there was that, and then there was another one with that was essentially like a '21 Jump Street ripoff that was. Um, uh, the Baywatch crew uh, going on adventures while constantly pointing out, hey, why is it as lifeguards we're doing police activity now? Surely this should belong to someone else. And just constantly undercutting everything about the movie, which was kind of okay, except they already did in Twenty One 21st Street and did a lot better. And there's actually a third strain as well that's a competitive story about uh, Zach Afron as a former Olympic champion who's now down and out and forced to be a lifeguard. Uh, but he has to learn that he can get above that and join a team and, and learn to be a good person. So This seems like there's way too much going on. Yeah, it felt for, like, like, like three a, different scripts, none of which were funny or exciting after work on their own. So yeah. they just took the best scenes of all of them, crammed them together, and characters disappear for no reason, have anything to do, and uh, it just gets really boring and really obnoxious really quickly. Oh, awesome. like To the point where they even, like, even the inevitable Pamela Anderson and David Hasselhoff cameos just, like, are a waste of time they even screwed that up which should have been impossible um now that being said the rock is entertaining in it as is his way um and he at least gets the right tone of playing this sincerely while also acknowledging i know how stupid this is Uh but no one else does and it was also interesting because it's a comedy but none of the actors are comedians everyone's being straight men and if the script was really good and they were just deadpanning it that would be great but the script is not and they aren't good Oh. And so it's just not good. That sounds yeah. I mean, the Rock wasn't fantastic in a movie. Well, he was, but but not enough to carry it. No, uh, not to carry Baywatch.
2: Also, remember, San Andreas exists, and Central Intelligence exists. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and numerous <laughs> other movies exactly. exist.
1: All those not so good ones. That. And this is yet another one. And uh, yeah, it was just a bummer because I wanted it to be fun, but I was just angry and bored all the time. And you shouldn't. The one thing the Baywatch movie shouldn't have been as boring, and it totally was. I'm sorry It was two hours long <laughs> And it felt like There were at least 45 minutes missing Jesus I'm sure there was A three hour version Of Baywatch at one point And at least They didn't put that out That's the best I can say Well huh. So uh, yeah It's a bad week for movies That's I'm not depressing. gonna lie yeah.
2: Should I talk about Games I saw Cause Yeah I, I was in um, Go for it. Yeah let's hear I was in LA Time in LA mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, does, does anyone here Care about Destiny?
0: Mm. Sure Okay. we we'll say sure. Okay.
2: <laughs> you don't seem very convincing. But I got uh, some hands-on time with the new Destiny 2. And How cool was that, it? Uh, well, did you... Uh, wait. You, of course, loved the original Destiny,
0: right? It was so good. There you it go. It the best game ever. This happened. is kind
2: of what the Des- original Destiny should have been. Uh, so, honestly, it didn't feel that much different than the original Destiny. <clears throat> Unless you're playing on PC, which then it was like 4K and buttery smooth. Uh, but on P- on console, it felt very like the original Destiny, but they kind of strip you down, so you're starting from scratch again. So you no longer have every power you once had. Um, it's kind of a, a universe where there's a new enemies come in and kind of taking all the things that you once loved and kind of conquering the earth because you stand in his way. Mm-hmm. You know, typical space opera kind of story. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty. It feels that they've really kind of taken what everyone in the community likes about the original destiny and made it into a final package Nice. so I mean if you liked the original destiny this or if you liked parts of the original destiny but you felt it was never f- fully fleshed out in the way you wanted this is probably the game for you mm-hmm. it, it also seems to have a more uh, a more cohesive storyline the original destiny had kind of a more of an MMO kind of story where you'd go through and you'd see little like speech bubbles going on and you wouldn't you mm-hmm. kind of get Concept of what's going on around the world. This one had full cinematics. Mm. You would do things and sc- cutscenes would take place. Mm. It felt more of an epic experience, kind of more in tune to like Halo or Call of Duty where you're mm. part of a massive, massive space software that's going on around you. Cool. With massive voice actors, etc., etc. So it felt more like an, an experience than, cool. a, than an MMO kind of things just happening. Yeah. yeah. So that was neat. Um, but. I don't know if people... Because each different version of the game seemed to be coming out at different times. The Xbox and PS4 version will be launching simultaneously. Mm. The PS4 version will launch with more stuff. Mm -hmm. And then a little while after those versions launch, the PC version will launch. Mm. And it's not launching on straight-up Steam. It's launching on Battle.net. So it really feels that even though a PC version is coming out, if you really want to play Destiny, you're just going to jump on one of the two consoles you already have. Mm. And if you really want the PC version, you're kind of getting it late, mm-hmm. which seems a little on odd. On battle.net. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on battle.net. Um, so it's it's neat. It's a cool. neat thing. I think they're going in the right direction. I feel that this is, this is what the series needed to be. Mm-hmm. I just... I am cautiously optimistic because there are numerous questions I have about the experience and how it all will play out. Mm-hmm. I mean, the... Multiplayer mode, it felt a lot like, kind of like Overwatch. We had the 4v4 kind of capture point type thing. Mm-hmm. It was fine. It didn't have anything against it, but I don't really go into Destiny for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the strike mode, which is the co-op mode where you're going in to kind of do one mission, mm-hmm. doing a story-based mission in a co-op setting, that I felt was really strong. They kind of have the epic moments mixed with kind of the um, moments of pacing to kind of give you a sense of scale, give you a sense of uh, enormity of what you're doing kind of a f- concept of how big the scale of the universe you're going into was cool. and I thought that was really strong uh, and the story beats kind of worked for me nice uh, but it all kind of in any of these kind of games it all kind of how it all comes together as a package of it's course, really yeah. hard to judge a game like this mm. with like four different half hour experiences along different game modes yeah because yeah, yeah. they're all f- like that seems fun mm. will it be fun for five hours who knows mm. will it be fun for eight hours who knows Mm-hmm will you be able to get a team together that actually make it all work? Yeah. Because yeah. in that strike mode work, because I was standing next to four other people and they were doing it with me and I yeah, could yell yeah, at them, yeah. hey, get it together, let's yeah, do this. Yeah, yeah. If I'm kind of across the land with some douchebag that's kind of like doing jumping up and down for no reason, he's trying to do a mission, might make it less fun. Yeah, so it really kind of how it all comes together as a package is how it's kind of going to work. Cool. So, I mean, it's neat. Yeah. I really think um, Bungie are coming into their own. They seem to... With the original Destiny, it seemed like they were a little out of their element mm. because they came from Halo to Destiny and Destiny felt a little kind of hodgepodge of all their concepts together. Mm. This one seems like it bringing back to that halo tight formula, nice. which they're good at. And I think that's where Bungie shines. They don't, bu- they don't really shine in the MMO-type formula. Yeah, yeah. So I'm cautiously optimistic now, but we'll see. And cool. you played some Injustice?
1: I did. Yeah, I played Injustice 2. Um, I loved it. Um, I heard there's some
2: microtransactions. Yeah, I'll get
1: to that. I'll get to that at the end. But first off, we'll talk about the good stuff. Okay. Which is basically, um, like I, I really was taken okay. with Injustice from the very beginning. Um, I thought it they, the fight mechanics were solid. Yeah, I yeah. loved the um the way they used the like mm-hmm. animated cutscene super combos as a substitute for fatalities yeah, yeah. with it being another realm. Um, and I also really enjoyed the story mode. I thought that they did it actually had yeah, an yeah. interesting concept on how to deal with the characters and everything. This one, I felt like it was everything I loved about the first one even better. The the yeah, the yeah, new characters, including my beloved Swamp Thing, were fantastic. Uh, the storyline, I thought, well, it's, you know, as goofy as, well, it is goofy. I mean, we're talking about the storyline, too, a fighting game. So I thought it was really strong for that. And it continued the narrative in an inter- interesting ways and even allowed you to, like, do some decision even though I do to make some decisions to okay. altered the narrative um, and more importantly like it was absolutely beautiful as some of the best facial animations I've ever seen in any game really yeah definitely um, that stuff was really incredible it was very well produced okay um, the uh, the content's overwhelming like the way you can customize mm-hmm. and unlock characters like I it, like I I felt like I barely even like scratch the surface on what i can do with that um there's uh, a multiverse mode where they're sort of like the challenge towers Mm -hmm. of combat except they change daily um and provide unique unlockables you can only get that day so it's a good way to get people coming back the online stuff all really worked well with any frame drops or anything um and uh yeah i and 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 also it, it just felt tighter it felt like the one problem with injustice was Things felt a little big and a little clunky yeah, yeah. because it was trying to give us an epic scope. They fixed that. It's not like as hyper drive caffeine oriented as okay. like a Marvel versus Capcom, but it is very fast and very smooth. Mm-hmm. And um I, yeah, I just genuinely loved it. Felt like a step forward for the franchise and also made Injustice feel like one of the formidable fighting games. Mm-hmm. Now, that being said... Um, as you suggested earlier, it did have some microtransaction stuff that I found very irritating. Um, I know that we've come to accept now that all fighting games have characters that you have to pay for afterwards that are included on the disc, but you cannot use them until you pay a nominal fee.
2: That's kind of weird.
1: I hate that they do that, but I've kind of accepted it as a reality. However, this was particularly intense because the two characters, there were two characters for sale when I booted up the game. Uh, Brainiac and Darkseid, uh, who were both characters that were heavily marketed Um throughout the development yeah, of the yeah. game. Um, as, like, you can't wait, just wait until you play as Side or Brainiac, yeah. and then, lo well, and behold, I boot up the game, a fully-priced game, and you have to pay $8 for to play as both of them.
2: Now... Is it a package you can play, so $8 for both,
1: or...? No, you have to buy them individually. Now, Ooh. what makes that even more frustrating is that uh, Brainiac, you unlock by playing the story mode. However, it doesn't say that anywhere. So if you buy the game and you... Just want to play as Brainiac right away, you could pay $8. Or and just then, beat the story mode. And yeah, but you, I mean, what I'm saying is you could pay $8 and then beat the story mode and never get that $8 back and have no idea. Oh, that's, so there's no indication oh, that's that you can unlock. Gross. There's no indication that you can unlock Brainiac. He just looks like he's a character yeah. for sale, like Darkseid is, who they're at least honest about being a yeah. DLC character. And that's just a level of manipulation. So, I mean, that's if, ridiculous. So you got
2: Brainiac was just doing the storyline.
1: Exactly. I okay. beat the storyline, I got Brainiac. Oh. But, like, if I bought the game and didn't know that. You think, was like oh, I'm putting his 16 bucks. And yeah. was like, "God damn, and I want to play as Brainiac. We'll just pay for it. Then you paid $8. You know, extra $8 you didn't pay on top of a fully priced game. That's kind of gross. It's just a level of manipulating players that I don't like. Yeah, I yeah. understand that this sort of stuff is just part and parcel with video games now, especially mm. fighting games. Yeah. But that is really manipulative. That's a little gross. And, like, sure, if you don't want to play the story mode and you want to pay and and you would prefer pay to get brainiac yeah. rather than unlock them. i understand that but to not give any indication how long is the story mode so crappy um i'd say it's probably like depending on you know yeah. skill level and difficulty mode that you take in probably between 5 to 8 hours something like oh, that, it's that so it's not like really intense um i mean that's
2: that's a full-size game right there eight eight hours
1: is a good size yeah yeah, it yeah no and for a story mode in a fighting game in particular yeah. it's un- impressively in depth but yeah i just but that, that's like a, a night you can yeah, do that in a night if you really wanted to yeah and yeah and it felt yeah, it just felt dirty to me Yeah, and I, I, don't, I don't like that one bit but um the game itself is fantastic okay and uh if you like the first one you'll like this even more if you felt that the first one was a little bit clunky. You think you'll feel like this will be fixed, and if you like Swamp Thing, you can finally be Swamp Thing, and, and so it's a I, dream come true. Are
2: any other characters locked behind story progression, or is only Brainiac
1: just Brainiac? It's kind of weird. Really weird. Yeah, really, really weird. I mean, sure. yeah
2: Is it great character players or something? Like, why bother?
1: I mean, like, yeah, totally. It's a fun character, but it just, they, it just. It was the manipulation that bothered me. Yeah, I could see that. really, really bothered me. Like, they could at least be honest about it and say... Like, you get this in story mode, or... Yeah, or you, or you can, can buy it now. Yeah. But to, like, boot it up and be like, yeah, Brainiac is a DLC character. Do you That's, want yeah. him, DLC it. That's ugly. That's not right. It ain't right at all. But other than that, game's great, so... Yeah? Yeah. Loved it. I'm glad you liked it. Thank you. Did you play anything, Cody?
0: <laughs> no. I went back and played Legend of Zelda, and I think I might... Like if I could, I would have changed my score in a good really? way or a bad way. Bad. Well, not like in a bad way. It was, yeah. it was a nine and a half. I didn't give it an eight. Yeah. So like, yeah. It's so what, what do you want? What did you give it? I gave it a nine and a half. And you yeah. think it's a kind of an eight? Yeah.
2: I mean, everyone seems to be loving that game. So, yeah. a c- yeah. Clearly, you're a hater. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, you're drinking the hater a good. It's it's, just,
0: it's uh like I'm going back and playing it, and I don't care as much as yeah. like when I. But I, I think
2: was but when you what, that's the problem with being a reviewer because you're always kind of sitting in a hype bubble. Even as a reviewer, you have that hype train, like, yeah. oh, my God, I'm excited for this game. And the power of ruminating on a title is important because yeah. you can ruminate on a title and love it more because you're like, wow, those were some really good concepts, but because of frustration or whatever, you don't like it. Mm-hmm. But you also go the other way where you're just experiencing all those weird new things. You're like, wow, that's the best thing ever. Yeah. And then you go back and like, I guess that was kind of neat, I guess. I think mm-hmm.
0: that was part of it. I think the other part was like, you know, it's a big game and I had a week. Uh, to review it if that along with the console itself and another game um and was obviously the excitement of a new console and then there was also just um there's so much in Legend of Zelda Breath of Wild there is so much in Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, mm. so of of the Wild and it's fantastic but at the same time uh there's a lot of nothing mm-hmm. too mm-hmm. which um there are points where I was like okay I gotta go to here to get to this thing and then like I was go- going to the thing and just like I don't care and i just stopped mm-hmm. like i brought i, I went on a, a trip to montreal and i brought the switch with me okay. because mm-hmm. i was like this is like a four-hour train ride mm-hmm. and yeah I, i'm gonna play some legends all and i started to and just the mission that i was going to is something in yeah. drudo valley and i was just like i just i don't want to look for this thing that i have to look for i'm mm-hmm. just gonna turn this off now that's fair yeah um what so you're yeah.
1: describing is why i stopped playing rpgs yeah, yeah. i love rpgs though yeah, that's yeah. the thing i mean i like
2: it's, rpgs too but you have to get that minutia going Mm. And as yeah. soon as you g- reach a point when something just seems, and you just stop it just before a major part, if you have that mm. kind of momentum, you're like, "Oh, I'm just going to get over this and it's the next fun part." Yeah. But as soon as you stop just before that like slow area, yeah, you're yeah. like oh, I don't want to do this hour long slow thing.
1: Yeah, 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 like,
0: that's I not don't. where I want to start up. And it's also like some like the frame rate issues are more apparent. Yeah. Um, and is just, it still bad? It's not like horrible. It's just, like it still apparent though. And oh. just, like there's. It's still a, it, it's a Legend of Zelda game and it's fantastic in that sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's I would rank it a little bit lower than most 3D Zelda mm-hmm. games. But that's just me. That's fair. <laughs> womp womp. Oh well. well. Yeah. Yeah. That's still. So, we wrap up there then. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking on that, that it's, on that
2: slow, sad, melancholy mm-hmm. note.
0: Yeah, <laughs> 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 and Phil Phil played Injustice and it was great. Yeah, so. it was, it was great. I think great. Destiny. it was good. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the one negative thing. Yeah. So
1: yeah. And even the negative thing is you're saying it's a very good. It's, still it's still a really still good a game. Yeah. It's <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, hey, things are good.
0: <laughs> anyway, yeah. thanks for listening, everyone, for more content like this. Don't forget to check out cgmagonline.com. You can follow us on Facebook. It's at facebook.com slash comicsgamingmagazine. You can, like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube. That would help us a lot. We mm-hmm. are CG Magazine. Yep. And you can follow us on YouTube, YouTube on Twitter, at cgmagonline. You can follow me on Twitter, at Cody underscore
1: I'm at that Phil Brown. And
0: Brandon. B Fry 26. And special thanks to Buns. We are on the Buns Network. I'm not going to read the whole thing. but I don't think you need to. But thank you Buns. And thank you Comic Bento. And we will see you next week.
1: Bye.